Hi, everybody. Hi. My name is Linda, and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Linda. And I'm grateful today to be clean and sober. Um, I want to thank my friend Ozaday for asking me to be her 10-minute speaker. Her and I have a very similar story, pretty crazy one at that. <laughs> but um, I'm grateful, you know, to be able to share for a few minutes. Um, my sobriety date is March 12, 1999, and since then I've become a better friend, a better daughter, um, better sister, just a better person all around. You know, I uh, almost died from alcoholism, and drug drug is a part of my story. But um, right along with the drugs, I always had that bottle of vodka, you know, tucked under my arm because it brought me to an even keel, you know. I loved speed and I did a lot of it for a long time. And where it took me was, um, I lived under an overpass, you know, up in uh, the East Bay. Um, in San Pablo on 23rd and San Pablo Avenue. And, uh, you know, I just remember living that out, out there for, it was for a few months, you know, but it was long enough to, to really, um, I don't know if I was so worried about myself, but even the homeless people that lived with me, um, they were worried about me, you know? <laughs> because I was pretty crazy, you know? And there was a woman that just loved to beat people up, even the guys, and, you know, um, one time I, out behind the liquor store and I woke up and she had ripped off my peace, peace sign that I had around my neck and um, her and I fought and you know I just remember after that she was she didn't mess with me no more you know it's like that was cool so but anyway I, I, I uh, have a father who was sober for a long time and he um, came up and found me under that overpass you know I heard he was there that day and uh, I'll never forget like a few weeks prior to that I woke up under that overpass and I was a um, sick woman, dying from alcoholism, and at that point in time, I couldn't, my drug dealer sure wasn't going to come down, climb down vines and, um, and, and, you know, sell me some drugs because uh, it just wasn't what he was going to do. So I was pretty much just doing alcohol at that point, and you know what, when I stopped doing speed, alcoholism consumed me, just consumed me. I had to have a drink every day, and... Um, and I never ever kept any for that next day, you know, I always used to say, I'm going to save some, you know, just so I'll have a drink, you know, but I, I never ever did. And so I just remember waking up that day feeling um, sick, you know, and um, I had my little boots, I remember finding my little boots and I, I had diarrhea and the creek was rushing through, you know, it was in February. And, um, and I uh, just had, was so sick, you know, so, so sick from alcoholism. And um, I just remember saying, God, if you hear me, I'm dying here. I need help, you know. And it wasn't long after that, my father showed up and put me up in a room. And I just remember the look on his face when he seen me, you know. He was sober, I'm sure at the time, probably 26, 27 years. And um, I just remember that. I remember that look on his face, you know, and he put me up in a room and, you know, I had been sober 11 months prior to this and so there was some w women that used to go by, the, there was like a park, you know, and um, they used to would drive by and say, keep coming back, and I would go, well, who is that? I was like, hell, I don't know, you know, but they used to do that a lot when they seen me hanging out at the park, you know, drinking and, and you know, I, I can't honestly say it was fun sometimes, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it really uh, consumed my body and my and my health and so you know my father came and found me and um, it wasn't long after that that I got a phone call like two days later my parents came, my parents had moved down to Southern California and so they um, 
called, I went to a meeting that morning and um, he had put me up in a room and I went to a meeting on the Saturday morning and there was a phone call saying, Linda, you know, you can um, come down to Southern California, but you're going straight to detox. You're not going to our house, you're going to detox and uh, you're going to get sober if that's what you want. And it was like, well, should I stay here or should I, uh, should I stay under the bridge or, you know, should I maybe try to you know, straighten my life out? You know, how silly to even ask that question. But I remember asking myself that, you know, and of course I, I surrendered. I surrendered that day, you know, I honestly did. And they flew me down here. I was on an airplane like within an hour, I think. They must have really had it planned out. You know, hopefully I would say yes. But I remember crying on the airplane, you know, thinking this is it, you know. And, uh, you know, I never looked back, to be honest. I, uh, it was good that I got to come down to Southern California and, um, and I didn't know any drug dealers or, or any bars or not that I went to bars at that point in time. I just uh, drank. I always had my, my vodka under my arm or a half pint or my whatever, you know, and um, would just drink it down. And, you know, I remember just, uh, you know, at the airport, my parents picked me up <laughs> and boy, they took me right to Yellowstone and that was in Costa Mesa. And you know, I've never looked back. I've uh, worked this program and um, I, I went into the villa, which is a woman's um, uh, re uh, recovery home. And I stayed there for nine months, uh, nine months, three months. And then I went into a sober living for a year and a half. And I don't know, ever since I surrendered and um, started doing the deal, working the program. I, I had a great lady who was in my life. Her name was Sue Berger. She was my counselor for five years at the Mariposa Women's Center and I went and seen her every week. And I loved her. She helped me so much, you know, with my life and my th the things that I needed to work on as a woman and a human being. And, and you know, I don't know. I just, I never had children, so I didn't have any baggage in that type of, in that area. You know, I just had myself that I had to, to get well and to take care of because I abused myself for so, so long. And, um, you know, I've been sober now, coming up 21 years, and, and, and that's such a miracle, you know? It's such, such a miracle for a woman like me. And, you know, if I tell somebody my story, they're like, really? <laughs> you know? It's like, you, they would never believe it. I mean, I mean, I'm just telling you a very little piece of it. I mean, there was so much stuff that, you know, it would just curl your toes, you know? But I do, I have a God in my life, and um, I always have, even when I I was out there, I believe that, because it was so many times that I, uh, I came out of a blackout one time, crossing uh, over the Carquinez Bridge up in the Bay Area, and pushing a car across the Carquinez Bridge, and I mean, that was all the cars were zooming by me, I mean, I could have been killed, you know, I mean, I don't know, just God did protect me out there, I do believe that, and I made it, you know, I'm one of the lucky ones, I'm, I'm so, so grateful today for what I have, you know, like I said, everything in my life has fallen into place. I still have that mom and dad. I'm their caregiver now. They're 91 and 90. God bless them. You know, so that takes a lot of my time right now. I'm not really sponsoring anybody because I'm their caregiver and I need to be there when they need me. So, but you know, it's, it's great. He, my dad will have, I think, 48 years this uh, July, you know, sobriety. So, you know, it is a family disease and it definitely ran, ran in mine. And my mom, we, I always, she still says, they're saving a seat for me, you know, when she goes to the meetings sometimes with us. And, um, but as far as uh, my life today, my gosh, you know, I, I go to meetings and, and I, uh, and I pray and, and, you know, and I, I ask God for guidance and, and, um, you know, I don't know. I just, uh, at 20 years, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, I don't know, it's just an easier, softer way, that's for sure, you know. And I'm just grateful and I think it's uh, probably 10 minutes.
Two more minutes to go? Well, that's okay. I, uh, <laughs> I'm done. Thank you for listening. <laughs>